Hey everybody, it's me, Rai. I'm just uh, butting in here before the episode starts to tell you all that we finally have a consistent release schedule, and we should be posting every Monday. So, that's exciting. Also, this episode has a content warning. Uh, If you listened to the last episode, you probably uh, know that Steve isn't the most friendly guy. He likes to say some kind of edgy things that we don't agree with, and might not agree with your ears. So yeah, content warning for some kind of gross period blood talk, and it's not just a mention of periods, like, it's actually kind of gross. Uh, the R word gets said a couple times, there's a self-harm mention, and some vague suggestions of rape. So yeah, uh, kind of gross. I will put in a little, like, X-Files theme if you want to just skip over it, though. So it's not gonna happen, just without warning. I will warn you right before, and tell you how long to skip. So yeah, anyway, back in the episode. Uh, hope you enjoy it, despite Steve being gross. Cider is how we opened the last episode. Oh, Snoot! Dude, we Cider. Do a conspiracy creatures episode about my cow that I bought. Because he <laughs> sure <laughs> is a cryptid. Your little cow? My little Birdo cow, cow. Yeah, Jack spot a little cow. They posted it on Twitter. If you don't. By the way. Just straight out of the gate in this episode, I think we're owed it because we've never talked about it on this entire show. You should follow us on Twitter. Well, the only people that watch this already follow us on Twitter. Yeah, but let's just let's just put it out there. You can follow Jacksabees because if you want to see their little cow, because they bought a cow statue and it looks like Birdo's head, kind of, but it's, it's a cow. Like, I think you like put cream in it. And then you pour it out of its mouth. Oh my gosh. What, like, cow cream or, like, lotion? Cow cream. (laughs) Yes. Cow cream. I don't know why that was confusing to me. Um, (laughs) Just pour lotion out of its mouth. I mean, I I pictured, like, acne cream just filled up in your little cow. Anyway, go to Jax's Twitter to see... Because you can hold its tail like a little, like a little porry thing. Incredible. But I just like him because he screams and he looks like yeah. Birdo. Its He's mouth a looks like Birdo. cow statue. He's so good. He's a little cryptid. Anyway, welcome to, actually, also you should go follow me at Ryland V, Ryland underscore V. Anyway, welcome. Dang Twitter. I I forgot to say my thing. I forgot to put a little plug in there. Anyway, welcome to the Conspiracy Creatures Podcast with Jackson Rye. My name's Rylan Valentine. Welcome back to Vampires Part 2. Not even giving me room to say my name. Yeah, I'm just going a million miles per hour. That's Jax. What's your last name these days, Jax? B. Is it B? It's B. So... We're, we're back, talking about vampires again. We're gonna learn some more from Steve. So, Steve is you know, a smart vampire man. He, yeah, he's he, he knows a lot about vampire stuff. Um, so if you didn't watch the last episode, for some reason, Steve is a real vampire, not a fake vampire, and he has a website 
called vampirewebsite.net and we're learning about some real vampires some real yeah. vamp facts it's a it's a real good time we also we we talked about how to identify yourself as a vampire so you should definitely go listen to that one first if you didn't because you gotta know you yeah, just you need to you need to know if you're a vampire before we go into this because the first thing we're talking about today is how to tell your friends once that you find out you're a real vampire <laughs> it's like coming out it's the but same worse. thing but harder but e- yeah but even harder <laughs> so steve says not sure how to tell them not sure how they will react here, let's just pretend that he's talking about being gay. <laughs> and just see how long this, this like, parallels out. Okay. And it just works. Not sure how to tell them. Not sure how they will react. Here are a few suggestions on how to break the news to them. From real vampires that have already done it, including myself many times. Gets easier every time. Before telling anyone that you're a real vampire, be sure that you are actually are one and, and haven't just fallen susceptible to a thing referred to as being enabled. Again, he's calling people out. All these fake vampires. <laughs> these polar vampires. Enabling their damn selves. Most people who believe that they are a real vampire simply have a psychological problem. Make sure you are not one of these people before you go around pl- claiming to be a vampire. Not Steve, so, you know. though. <laughs> Yeah, he's a real one. He doesn't have a mental disability. If you have any ways if that have worked for you... If you have depression, you're not a vampire. Not just because of that is what he's saying. Some In the last episode, somebody claimed that they were one just because they were depressed. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any ways that, I ha- that have worked for you that I haven't mentioned on this page, click here for my contact information. Here it is, guys. We found the contact information. I'm clicking that as soon as I'm done reading this. We have to email him. I'm clicking it right now. Okay, thank you, because I'm scared. (laughs) Remember, we got it. We'll, like, compose an email to him at the end of this episode, and then we'll keep you updated if he responds. Remember, this page is here to help our brothers and sisters of the blood. To open up to the rest of the world, any help will be appreciated by all. My advice... Tell your closest, most open-minded friends that you are a real vampire first. Don't expect them to believe you at first, and do not try to make them believe you in any kind of way. Keep in mind the open-minded ones are most likely to accept you for what you are. They may not believe you are a real vampire at first, though if you are a real vampire, they will eventually realize that you were right. The ones that aren't open-minded enough to accept you for the way you are will be the same ones that will completely disregard what you have told them, and not give it a second thought until one day when you accidentally, without thinking about it, do something that only a real vampire can do. This is that moment where they will start to yell at you the age-old question. What are you? A fucking vampire? <laughs> the age-old question. <laughs> the age-old question. Also, he censored the F word. The F word. <laughs> <laughs> That's when they catch themselves about to say it. Stop and think about what you told them a while back and say, OMFG, you really are a vampire. At that point, all you can really do is smile and say, don't worry, real vampires don't actually kill people. Except if you're an asshole. Yeah, unless they do. (laughs) This is where their curiosity always takes over and their questions begin. Answer all of their questions honestly. They might make a joke or two later on, but they will accept you for what you are. The whole situation is way funnier than it will ever be scary. I might have to disagree with that one. Being a vampire is pretty scary and not funny. 
telling your friends is a serious situation, Steve. Yeah. I mean, he's taking it seriously. He just means once they actually realize it's not that big of a deal, they'll take you seriously. When they realize you're a cool vampire. You're chill. You're a chill you, vampire. You just, you just you like, just, you know... You, you just, just need I'm, to get a little high off, <laughs> off some blood. Just taking a little sip on that blood. I, I like how we keep saying sip on blood, but we keep doing the blunt motion every time. <laughs> Okay, another option Steve gives is you can simply anonymously email them a direct link to How to Find a Real Vampire, the page on this website, and let them figure it out on their own. I advise the first way. It's good for practice and more beneficial for all real vampires. Bravery is always good. Fear is for the weak. (laughs) Oh, shit. Damn, just telling it how it is. The reactions for the different types are always the same for each type. So far as I can see, the reaction in the long run, as opposed to how they first reacted when you told them, is always the same. So basically he's saying, the types of telling them, it doesn't really matter, it's going to turn out the same way, no matter which one you choose. So interesting. So that's how you should tell your friends. That's how you should come out. Yeah. That's you can you also out. apply this to um, coming out to your friends and family as gay. They won't believe you at first, but once you do something gay, yeah, then, they'll be, then they'll, <laughs> at first, they'll yell at, at first you the age-old like, question, what, are you fucking gay? <laughs> <laughs> the age-old question. It's like, it's just like, mom, dad, I'm gay. And they're like, no you're not and then and then they see you kiss a dude and you're like they're like wait are you gay it's like just picturing it's so funny why is that actually my parents though yeah (laughs) okay so now that you know that you're a real vampire and you've told some of your friends and you're starting to process a little bit maybe it's time to find out about the vampire code Now, this is, I assume, the rules for vampires. I was thinking that you should learn some vampire jokes, but yours is probably better. (laughs) Vampire jokes will be the next step. You gotta learn the code of ethics first, you know? And then comes the jokes that you must know to be a vampire. So, first off on this list, Steve does his normal spiel of, (laughs) like... Don't uh, listen to the fake ones. Don't listen to the fake ones. Li- yeah. real vampires. We get don't it, listen. Steve. <laughs> so he starts off by saying stuff like, oh, you know, don't, just don't listen to uh, the, the fake vampires and their rules of ethics because they just have it all wrong. Number one rule. Just to start it off, here we go. Number one. Whenever somebody directly asks you if you are a real vampire, always say yes in the same way and tone that they asked you. If they jokingly ask you, then jokingly say yes. If they yell the question, then yell yes. And if they sound serious, then say serious in a serious tone. Then because say to deni- serious in a serious because tone. to deny what you are is to deny who you are. And to deny who you are you is to deny that, that you exist. And Wait, sorry. You said, then say serious in a serious tone. <laughs> they say yes in a serious tone. I'm sorry. It's hard to read. <laughs> But yeah, you have to do this because to deny what you are is to deny who you are. And to deny who you are is to deny that you exist. And to, not, to deny that you exist is to deny that any of us exist. Wow. Real deep, Steve. Yeah, yeah good job, Steve. <laughs> do no, you think rule number... Steve is a writer? <laughs> I think, so. you know, he's written a whole website about this. That so means I think yes. He's... 
this At the very counts. least, it's a hobby of his. Rule number two, you are responsible for the actions of those that you've turned into a real vampire. If they already have mental problems, do not make them worse by changing them and causing their thoughts to become darker. I.e., if you turn an already aggressive person into a real vampire and they go off attacking random people and killing people that they were mad at, the same punishment will be done to you that was done to the one that you made either by the real vampire society, not the fakes, the vampire community, or the first slayer to find you. Because any real vampire or person that claims to be a real vampire that lashes out and makes us all look bad, generally the punishment results in death. So real serious, you know? Even if Don't you turn the wrong person... Don't fuck up or you die. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, you gotta make sure to only turn the, the, the people you really trust. He then explains how to become a vampire with the exchange of blood and stuff. Rule number three, never turn someone into a real vampire for any of the following reasons. To prove that vampires are real, to prove to them that they weren't already a real vampire in hopes to cure an illness of theirs, simply because they want to become one, always backfires, <laughs> because they hate their life and think being a real vampire will magically fix it. This backfires as well and cannot be reversed. Also, don't do it out of revenge. So what reasons should you do it? Because you can't do it simply because they want to become one. Yeah, because that apparently back... You're right. I don't know what the situation is <clears throat> where it turns out good. What is the right situation for... You need is to it email like... Steve and ask. <laughs> That's what we should include in the email. Okay, rule number four. Only acquire blood with a donor's permission, never by force or against a person's wishes. Very important rule, so you can't just steal blood. So, I um, don't do that thing that I said last episode, where you drink your friend's blood without their consent. Yeah. I, yeah, um, don't- yeah, That's don't against do. the vampire rules, so. Yeah, that's like vampire assault. Don't- Don't steal blood. Just, you know, just don't do anything you wouldn't normally uh, do, I just guess. don't listen to things I say, maybe. <laughs> just listen to this website, I guess. <laughs> yeah, just just look up this website. But yeah, I think this is like a pretty big important rule cuz like that's one of the big ones, don't drink blood without consent. Yeah. Okay. Rule up there with killing people <laughs> in, in their code of ethics. Number 5. Do us all a favor and if you aren't a real vampire, i.e. one of those people that thinks that they are due to reincarnation and goes way too heavy heavy on the goth dressing style, don't declare yourself as a real vampire because People like you are the ones that make people think that real vampires are just a few marbles short of a full bag. Jesus Christ. So he's saying, if you're just a goth poser vampire, don't, you know, do us all a favor. Don't tell people. Stay in the closet, <laughs> yeah. you goth fool. Rule number six. When coming out in the open, never insist on people believing you. If you are, if you are one after saying that you are a real vampire... Frick, he has structured this so badly, he just put a period in there. <laughs> when coming out in the open, never insist on people believing you if you are one. After saying that you are a real vampire, if you are one after saying that you are a real vampire, just be your normal self and they will realize it is it on their own time. <laughs> Number seven, if a fellow real vampire needs help, offer to help them even if they don't ask for it. We all know that we tend to wait until it's either almost too late or way too late before asking for help because of some natural instinctive cat-like logic reasoning. So do each other the favor of not letting them wait that long. Is that how cats work? Apparently that's cat-like. I don't know. And that's all the vampire rules. That's it. That's it. Where are the vampire 
deadly sins. I, I don't know. Apparently those were them, the seven deadly vampire rules. <laughs> deadly vampire rules. Okay, so the next section we're going to do is vampire jokes, because obviously... Gotta know you need a, you sweet need jokes. A, yeah, you need a good arsenal for when you get confronted about being a vampire, yeah. you know? You gotta have some prepackaged jokes. If I wasn't a real vampire, how would I know these sick jokes? And then you pull out your vampire jokes. <laughs> So Steve's joke list starts with, we all need a little humor in our life. Plus, this page should give you some good ammunition when you start to get a reputation as being a vampire. And some people make jokes with it about you, like friends tend to do about different things. That was worded like a true vampire that does not understand humans. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. Like it's friends so tend to do so about good. different things. Uh, so first joke. Question. Why is it a bad thing to tell a vampire to get a life? Answer. Because they might decide to take yours. <laughs> Jesus. That's not a good... That sounds very threatening. I would not that's say that. That's against the vampire rules, Steve. How many vampires does it take to change a light bulb? Zero. They hate light. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like that one. It's not good. <laughs> there are two guys sitting in a living room. One man says to the other, I would rather live with a vampire than my own wife. And the other man says, why? And he says, because she's always trying to bite my head off. That's really bad. Mm, not good. <sighs> okay, oh, do man. you want to read one? I, I hate that married life. I hate that married life. I she's hate, always trying to bite man, my head off. I hate being in love and living with the love of my life. Yeah. She's just nagging at me all the time. Sometimes she says things God, to me. God, my wife. <laughs> Sometimes she talks to me. Why did I like, get married? Why did you stop trying to bite my head off? What are you, a vampire? She's always trying to she... chain me down and suck my blood. <laughs> <laughs> okay, do you want to read a joke? <laughs> sure. What does a vampire dream of all the time? Something warm, hot, and juicy. Good joke, Steve. That's not even a joke. <laughs> There's no structure or punchline. Steve. <laughs> okay. Hey, y'all. So if you want to skip over the, uh, the period gross mention and the very vague rape joke mention uh you'll just want to skip about two and a half to three minutes if you want to skip over that so yeah back to the show there was once a vampire named mabel whose period was notoriously stable so one night in june she sat with a spoon and drank herself under the table that's disgusting that's really gross <laughs> that's so gross steve do we, um, do we have to put a trigger warning on this episode now <laughs> because she drank her own period blood oh god steve Okay, you, we need to ask about this question in the email. We need to ask if drinking your own blood quenches your thirst. Yeah, and make, it does. Like, I'm, I'm curious. Uh, next joke. The pros and cons of dating a vampire. Pros. Long relationships. Allowed to stay out late. Easy weight loss. Centuries of experience. 
immune to all disease. Okay, that contradicts what he said earlier. He said people vampires can get sick, like other it's ones. But maybe this is just a silly joke, right? Yeah, it's just a joke for the normies, I guess, who don't know about real vampires. Always has amazing stamina. Loves neck. <laughs> Save on food bills. Won't get a beer belly or have garlic breath. You can screw all day without him knowing. What? This is a long joke. What does that mean? I don't know. What is it? Wait, you can screw all day without him knowing? I'm so confused. That's One, that sounds rapey. Yeah. And two, it doesn't sound like a joke. <laughs> like, I'm just so confused by what's funny about that and what it has to do with vampires. I don't know. And then the punchline to this joke is, you've got to weigh up the pros and the cons. The con list has no con- nothing on it. There's no con list. I don't know. The punchline is that you have to weigh up the pros and the cons, and it's all pros. What a terrible joke. There's okay, another so he- period joke. Here's what we've learned. <laughs> Steve is not good at jokes. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, next joke. What does a vampiress, that's not a word, do when she gets lost in the desert? Waits for her period. Okay, great. So it's just a joke that, uh, I guess... Vampires with vaginas have easier access to blood. If I mean, I guess we got to find out if it, if it counts. If, You'd if you have can be to... quenched by your own thirst. Steve, man. Steve, have you? I know uh, this is two thousand five, but like, I know this is two thousand five, but like, have you talked to a girl? Have you ever before? met a, a a a girl vampire? Or any vampire with a vagina. I'm just wondering. Yeah. Have you talked to a person with a pussy? <laughs> with a pussy. <laughs> I mean, it's possible. I mean, ha- like, you seem like the kind of guy who doesn't talk about periods very much. Maybe but he doesn't know much about. Maybe. I mean, the sexual education system has just failed. Yes. Especially anyway. the vampire sexual education system. Yeah, like they they just got fend for themselves. Yeah. I mean, if I mean that's maybe that's why he created vampirewebsite.net, so that he can you know. <clears throat> educate the masses. All right, here's an we're we're not going to do too, too many more of these jokes because it's getting to be a little bit much. But uh, what do you lawyers... call a vampire with fangs? A poser. <laughs> shit. Oh, that's savage. Oh, man. Steve is Lawyers so savage. Versus... <laughs> Lawyers versus vampires. What's the difference between a lawyer and a vampire? A vampire only sucks blood at night. Oh, good joke, Steve. Get, re- get wrecked, Phoenix, right? Oh, shit. Phoenix doesn't deserve this. He doesn't. Neither does Apollo Justice. They're all pure boys. Neither does Miles Edgeworth. He deserves <laughs> it like a little bit, but I love him. He might deserve it. I it, love him know. regardless. <laughs> Question. Why was the young vampire a failure? Why? Because he fainted at the sight of blood. Oh. Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> All right, Steve. Moving on. <laughs> Steve, don't don't get into comedy. Stick to stick to writing on stick your vampire, vampire website. Facts. Yeah. All right. So now, so now that you've loaded up your arsenal with that good vampire jokes, <laughs> these sick jokes. 
and you've you've learned to tell people about it and stuff like that and all that. You learned the code of ethics. Now you, you the next logical step is figuring out how to get blood because you can't you need it. Yeah, because you got to figure out how to get it. So he opens this page with how to get blood. Yogurt is not a substitute for blood. And then he says, seriously, think about that. I don't know what he's trying to say there. I don't know <laughs> okay. either. Maybe, maybe he knew about the blood in dairy. Hey, everybody who's listening to this. So, Jax started ranting about veganism and then felt a little guilty afterwards because uh, they, d- they didn't want to sound preachy and they asked me to cut it out. So, you know, if you're interested in hearing about vegan stuff, uh, you can just follow them on Twitter or Google it. Just, you know, the, f- the, the truth is out there. Anyway, ba- back to the podcast. Anyway, okay. So, re- reading this part of the website. Tilt that out. This- yeah, yeah, I, I will. This part of the... <laughs> This part of the website will tell you multiple ways to get blood safely in ways that are legal. Make sure that the donors never cut too close to a vein to avoid lethal amounts of bleeding when getting blood. Oh, the only the only real substitute for human blood is animal's blood. It is the red blood cells that we need, and there is nothing in nature that can be used as a substitute for that. Some websites claim things like ketchup, pennies, V8, and things... And those same websites even claim yogurt can be used as a blood substitute. Obviously, you shouldn't need me to tell you that those people are mentally insane. <laughs> I don't think we should go as far as calling them mentally insane, Steve. I mean, he clearly thinks that all of the fake vampires just have mental illness that is making them fill the I void. I think with... Steve should really learn more about psychology. Maybe. Okay. Maybe so we he have... should spend more time not just studying himself. <laughs> so he says, We have found that chewing beef jerky is a good way to get blood, because it works as a blood substitute. Jack links this as many br- one of many brands commonly found in grocery stores that will work as a substitute way to get blood. Obviously it's safe, and no one will figure out the real reason why you were eating jerky. Overly processed ones won't work at all. Homemade should work very well. These are types of blood rated in order based on my personal experience. Virgin blood. Yes, people, the legends are true. Comparing this blood to any other kind of blood is like comparing sirloin steak to a cheeseburger. This in its own category. If you're lucky enough to find a willing donor that is of legal age of consent, let her or him stay a virgin for as long as they want. Actually, even if you're dating them, try to get them to remain a virgin for as long as possible because it's that good. (laughs) Steve, don't put her, him. Just put they. You don't need to put a slash. Get with, <laughs> get with the times. I know it's 2005, but geez. Also, what if a vampire's vegan? Uh, they have stuff about that in Twilight, actually. The, <laughs> Twilight. Vegan, the vegan vampires only drink animal blood from animals that they're very, like, humane to. Because then they don't have to take it... Because to them, being a vegan is not eating from humans, I guess. Because humans are the ultimate animal to them. Which kind of goes against vegan ideology. But, you know... That's not what veganism is. Yeah, I mean, but you're gonna die, I guess. Or just go nuts. Well, I'd rather die. (laughs) (laughs) Hardcore vegan vampires starve to death. (laughs) 
actually not starve, but you're in like a constant state of adrenaline or whatever, which mm. we talked about last episode. <clears throat> anyway, the hierarchy of good blood for the vampires. Human, real vampire. Tastes like human blood, but much stronger and fuller. Just plain and simple, more to it. So basically, other vampire blood is the good thick stuff. So you can, so you could drink your own. Well, I mean, the thing is, are you really gaining anything by drinking your own, though? I mean, Mm, I don't know. I guess. It's just a little more complicated. So then does the period question even make sense? I think it it makes sense, because it's just like, you're losing blood, so like, you're just putting it back into you, so you really gain anything, is what I'm curious about. Hmm. So the second best type is just normal humans, tastes like human blood. Oh wait, energy workers. So people who know how to use energy. Tastes like human blood, but sweeter. Kind of like pomegranate. Human. Just normal human blood. Tastes like human blood. Smiley face with a nose, so it's kind of creepy and looks sarcastic. Hey guys, so Steve mentions a self-harm thing here, so if you want to skip over it, it's a... Just skip about a minute, and you should be good. Okay, back to the show. Thank you. I'm sorry about this. (laughs) The best way to get a willing donor for human blood is to find an emo. (laughs) Okay, I have to click... Find an emo is a link, so I have to click that in a second. Make sure that they are of legal age, as in 18 years or old. I don't like this one. (laughs) Give them a sterile, never-been-used-before razor. People talk bad about emos. The truth is, they don't care about cutting themselves, and they like the attention that a real vampire wanting that blood will give them. Mm. And people try to practice, and and the ever-important safety precautions to make sure that you don't get any bloodborne diseases. Okay, so... Steve maybe has a bad opinion on emos and all mentally ill people and anything like that. We're going to have to put a trigger warning in front of this now. But Steve, not the smartest man. (laughs) He's, I mean, he's smart about vampires, I guess, but everything else he's showing to be not super intelligent. (laughs) Um, (laughs) All right, so that's... We can't insult him, then he'll never come on our podcast. (laughs) Well, I assume this was written over ten years ago. Maybe yeah. he's learned by now. I mean, I don't want him on the podcast if he still thinks like that. So hopefully he will have grown and we can uh, get him on here. Okay, uh, so I've gone to the find an emo <laughs> the find an emo section just to find that prime uh, good, good shit. Uh, okay, how to know if you're an emo? Emo is a popular term for an emotionally depressed person. If you have... It's not true, but if you have a majority of these traits, there's a strong chance that you are an emo. And if that is the case, I recommend that you look into getting some professional counseling. And it's a link, and it's in a different color. Steve. I mean, at least he's trying to get people to go to counseling, because that's a good... It's good to get therapy. Uh, But everything else he said about it has not been good. <clears throat> okay, he says, do you have scars on your arms? Uh, do you wear short sleeves? And do you roll them up? Are you emotional and s- sensitive, easily upset? Do you not like to smile? <laughs> About 8 out of 10 emos wear all black. All of them wear dark colors. Do you fit this description? 
Do you wear all black and sometimes reddish eyeliners? Emos tend to wear dark denim with chains. <laughs> Does your hair look like someone passionately effed it up? God. If your hair is your hair multicolored, dark, purple, dark blue, black, dark colors. <laughs> Do you wear more than three spiked items on you at any given time? <laughs> If you are a girl, do you follow your guy at all times about two steps away? I don't get that one. And he put a comment in there for some reason. (laughs) Is your guy not disturbed about not having sex and he isn't a virgin or gay? What? Asexual. (laughs) I'm evil because I'm asexual. (laughs) If you look overly goth, you might be an emo. Do you have overly layered hair? Are you in love with someone that you never met and probably never will? Wow, just calling out all fandom culture. (laughs) Got that freaking, oh, what's it called? Parasocial relationship. Calling out those parasocial relationship people. Got that one-way, one-way crush. Okay. Uh, Okay, anyway, enough about emos' opinions on emos. Steve is a mess about emos. Okay. Steve is a mess in general. Yeah. The more we uh, read this website, the more I'm learning that Steve needs to get his shit together. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Maybe so the, he has. This, maybe he has. Who knows where he's at these days? We'll hopefully find out when we send him the email. <laughs> Second best to human blood is lamb blood. It tastes like human blood, but milder, apparently. Uh, Second best to lamb is pig. Not safe. It has a very good, good, rich taste. However, the risk of getting tapeworm from consuming any part of the pig is not full, that is not fully cooked, definitely not recommended. So it's really Jesus good, Christ. but you gotta be careful to not get tapeworms. But that, that good shit. Yeah, I mean, maybe it would work in a bind, you know. Uh, the next one is deer. Think of it as the middle ground between cow and human blood. Cow tastes like human blood, but stronger. Not in the good vampire kind of strong, but has a bolder taste. It's in seventh place for a reason. <laughs> Bison. Very sweet. The only problem is the chalky aftertaste. Has he tasted all this kind of blood? Apparently. I mean, Where if you're did a vampire, he taste bison blood? I mean, you gotta be a little bit of a connoisseur, you know? If you're, if this is, b- like, a big thing for you. It's like, it's like people who like weed trying out different strains. Or people who like alcohol trying different types of alcohol, you know? It's <sighs> just like, you just gotta try them all out. Why not? See which one you like the best. Duck. I remember it as tasting a lot milder than the lamb's blood, otherwise the same. Turkey. Not safe. Just slightly less of a watered-down taste as chicken's blood. He's not saying why it's not safe, though. I assume it's the tapeworm thing, too, but maybe not. Chicken. Not safe. Tastes very watered-down blood, plus not safe to consume. The best way for getting blood and getting blood the best way for getting blood and forget this stuff about it being energy because there is way more to blood than just energy plus if it's out if it's to the point of you vamping out and also shaking animals blood does work but it takes more to get the same effect that you would from the human blood the thing is animals blood is a lot easier and a lot safer to use stew meat is a good source for blood steak cooked rare is effectively preferably red inside but not raw and cooked on the outside Liver, gross as it tastes, is packaged in with a lot of blood, and it's cheap. But keep in mind, it's cheap because the the blood has been soaking in the liver for a while and tastes gross, although it is effective. 
Lamb's blood tastes closest to human's blood, but it can be expensive to buy a leg of lamb and to get the blood. However, it is safe to drink. No matter what kind of blood, always tastes better warm than cold. So if it's cold, pop it in the microwave for about five seconds. (laughs) (laughs) The best way to do this is to allow... Okay, rare steak. The best way to allow is to allow steak to sit out until reaching room temperature, then cook it on high for about one minute per side. The steak should be well cooked on the outside and red, but not raw on the inside, with blood oozing at the mildest touch. You can safely do this with steak because the harmful bacteria in the beef can make you sick. Is a surface blah blah blah. Getting human blood via syringe. Jesus Christ. Lol, why can't we just do what the Red Cross does? Let them sit down for a few minutes to get over possible dizziness, hand them a snack-sized juice box, and send them on their way. Just because the Red Cross does it doesn't make it morally right. (laughs) Truthfully, if you're taking enough to where they're feeling genuinely dizzy or sick, then you're taking way too much. With me, they lose more blood by having it drawn by a doctor for their routine check than they they lose from me. There are also many ways to learn how to draw blood safely using a syringe. These These ways do not include sticking someone until you get it right. Don't use a syringe unless you know what you're doing. They can be dangerous. <laughs> he then talks about some... Okay, he talks about a recipe Ooh, for duck... a recipe? Duck blood soup. Try it out, old, guys. Try this out at home if you, if you find out you're a vampire. This is an old Polish recipe that was used at Easter time. This recipe is traditionally served with homemade noodles. If desired, the fruit can be removed, leaving broth to serve with noodle. If you do not know... Where to purchase the duck, contact a local farmer or butcher. If you, prepare, if you prepare your own poultry, be sure to add half a cup of vinegar to duck blood to prevent coagulation. Original recipe, recipe yields 12 servings. <clears throat> Jesus, that's a lot In- of servings. <laughs> Ingredients. One whole wild duck. Four pounds. Four, four cups of the duck's blood, eight cups of water, one teaspoon of salt, one stalk of celery cut into two-inch pieces, one sprig of chopped fresh parsley, one cup of heavy cream, five whole allspice berries, two whole cloves, 16 ounces of pitted prunes, half a cup of raisins, one tart apple peeled, cored, and chopped, two tablespoons of all-purpose flour, one tablespoon of white sugar, salt and pepper to taste, and one tablespoon of fresh lemon juice. Steve, I'm not gonna go through how to make it, fuck? but like that sounds kind of gross to yeah. me. Yeah, <laughs> even uh, not even just because the, the blood, blood part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, how are that's... you gonna make soup with raisins and an apple? <laughs> <laughs> raisins in your soup? Yeah, this is my raisin Steve... and duck soup. Steve is the most interesting person. He's <laughs> the most interesting vampire in the world. What is going on in his brain? <laughs> I don't always drink human, but when I do, I choose other vampires because they taste the best. The most interesting vamp in the world. Wow, not even a chuckle. Jeez. <laughs> I'm <laughs> okay. sorry. I'm just zoned out thinking about Steve. <laughs> I need to talk to this man. <laughs> I'm so I'm so excited to send him an email. Now that now that we've talked about recipes on how to get blood. Let's figure out how to recognize a real vampire slayer. Because now that you've now that you've figured out whether you're, or not you're a vampire, or just because you're curious, you might want to, you know, be able to recognize slayers out in the field. I imagine they're harder to spot because they probably look more like normal people, you know? 
I heard that they give off sort of like a vampy aura a little bit, but not quite. Hmm. So oh, yeah, like, you're right. Hmm, someone's weird about you, but... All right. So, Steve says, I don't know much about identifying a real slayer myself. However, I do know more than about 98% of all real vampires and people that, they th- that think they are real vampires out there, especially the ones that think of it as easy and obvious. I do know that the real slayers do blend in with real vampires extremely well. However, after the wake-up call given to me by my friend that is one, I've been looking for ways to tell the difference between her and my friends that are real vampires, and I've found a few good ways to tell the difference, some of which I don't think should be said on here yet. Naturally, she won't tell me how to tell the difference, so I've been figuring it out on my own. A little note to those of you that are reading this and thinking that you know how to spot a real slayer, that it's easy to recognize a real slayer, and that you don't have anything to learn from this page. Here is your wake-up call. You're wrong. The few ways to recognize a real slayer are very subtle and extremely well hidden. If you have any techniques that I've not listed here, go to my contact information page and I will try them out, and if they prove accurate, I will add them to this page. Just so you know, before we compose our email, we're going to read some emails that other people have sent to him. Just because I'm curious the feedback he's gotten. But back to the slayer thing. This page is to teach you awareness. This is not here for you to go out looking for them, hunting them down, and trying to kill them. They will only kill you if you attack or kill someone else. These people are more like good cops than overzealous vigilantes, unlike hunters, their wannabe counterpart. So hunters are like the the wannabe slayers who just kill vampires whenever, yeah. not doing good. They just, they just want to kill all vamps without a care in the world. My new, my new screamo band, Kill All Vamps. <laughs> okay. So your friend that you get the feeling may be a real vampire that always helps you get a donor or some kind of blood whenever you really need it, or when the option is there regardless of your shyness about asking for it, never lets you have any of their own blood and never drinks any of it themselves, is a real slayer. In other words, the person that you think may be a real vampire yet has no apparent interest in blood and probably considered to be one of your best friends, which isn't so far from the truth, is a real slayer. That is how they hide themselves. So they hide themselves by becoming close to vampires, apparently. Keep your enemies close. Yeah, keep tabs on them, you know, make sure that they they trust you. And then if they ever step out of line, you know, maybe maybe just give them a little slay. Just give them a little slay. Just give them a little stab. We'll we'll just slay them right there. stab. Right in the chest. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. So them feeling like they might be a real vampire, but our slight differences comes from... What? Okay, I... Okay, it seems like I'm just reading this badly a lot of the time, but he structures these sentences in the worst way. He puts, like, commas and periods (laughs) where they don't need to be. It's just kind of a mess. So, them feeling like they might be a real vampire, but our slight differences comes from them having a natural sort of psychic camouflage. With my friend, it's been almost perfect. Others, it may be almost completely perfect. I've seen an aura once, uh, when she was make, making it much stronger than normal in an attempt to make major healing. <laughs> Although that was the only time I've seen it happen, it was a very strong, pure, thick, way more golden than yellow color. When I made it clear that I could see what she was doing, I suggested using white energy, which she was able to switch to using very quickly. If a real slayer is a friend of yours, 
the last thing they want to do is kill you because you needed blood so bad that you went psycho on someone. So when they see that you're starting to need it, they're actually very helpful about getting you a donor or some sort of animal blood to hold you over. A real slayer will never let you have their blood, and if you get it, you will be killed. Because if you drink their blood, from what she told me, it will taint them, and you will, as with any other blood, take on some of their abilities, and that's just not a good thing for them to let happen. So basically, if you drink slayer blood, you gain some of their power. Oh, shit. So that's, you know... But also you die, so... Because they will kill you. Yeah, they, they Immediately. will Immediately. If not them, they're friends. Slayers don't drink blood because they have no interest in blood. They don't need blood, and they simply have no taste or desire for it. Maybe because they're not vampires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the most common fields of work that slayers get into are police, investigators, private investigators, forensics, the bouncer, doorman, bartender. Uh, that seems like they may be a real vampire at your favorite vampire bar club. Uh, do you really see anyone else being able to bounce a belligerent drunk real vampire out of the bar and taking his car keys in the process? <laughs> so they're saying bouncers at vampire clubs are pretty common slayers because, like, they have the skills to get rid of vampires, I guess. How much alcohol do you have to drink as, as a vampire to be That's extremely true. drunk? Because aren't mm-hmm. you more, like, tolerant of it? <laughs> I guess maybe... If they haven't had blood in a while, maybe it gets more intense and combines with their, like, adrenaline or whatever. I just feel like you have to drink a whole lot, and at that point, you might have a problem. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So now let's read the truth about real slayers. Almost every real vampire I know is scared of the idea of there being slayers. This is the main reason why most real vampires are scared of coming out in the open. Gay analogy again. (laughs) Even every slayer that has ever killed a vampire in a movie or on a TV has killed that vampire either because it killed a person or was about to kill a person, or tried to kill the slayer. Sadly, that was pretty much every vampire that's ever seen on screen. I'm not saying movies are- I'm not saying movies are the mark of truth, but I am only making a point. Okay. That is where the fear of slayers has come from, and that is the only type of vampire that a real slayer will ever kill, as well, as well. Not even Buffy has killed a vampire that won't go around killing people. (laughs) So even Buffy was only doing it for good. The real slayer Buffy? The real vampire's fear of a slayer is not a natural instinctive fear, it is a learned fear. Or else every real vampire that is open about being a vampire would know that their friend, that they get the feeling maybe it's a real vampire that always helps them get a donor or some kind of blood whenever they really need it. He always says things over multiple <laughs> times just to, like, remind you. Yeah. When the when the option is there, regardless of the vampire's shyness about asking for it, he's still, he's still reading it. In other words, uh, the person that you think may be a real vampire yet has no apparent interest, like, he's still doing it. <laughs> It's just a gigantic block of text from the last thing we read. So basically, so I can summarize what he's saying, because he's apparently terrible at it. If it was an, in- It's a learned fear, not an inst- instinctive fear, because if it was instinctive, you would be able to tell that they're slayers more easily. Mm. Yeah. Uh, even if you are not open about being a real vampire, yet you know that you are a real vampire and do keep it to yourself and keep yourself reasonably well-fed, if you have a friend that matches that profile, they are a slayer. If they trust you enough, they may even let you bite them, yet stopped you before you were able to get any blood, simply because they were curious about what it feels like to be bitten by a real vampire. (laughs) I assume it feels the same. (laughs) As, yeah. 
this new knowledge does not mean that you should stop being friends with them. Actually, in a very possible case, you might even be dating the person. <laughs> this is not a reason to break up with them. This is simply to show this is simply to show you how well you know one, how close you have gotten to one, and never even knew that they were one. You are in no danger at all unless you get a taste of their blood. Attack someone for blood, kill someone for blood. Uh, the only exception to killing someone is if you are in the military and kill an enemy while at war. <laughs> So That's it doesn't the count. the only exception. It, 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 I think he just means if you kill someone out of malice, uh, it, it's, yeah. uh, it it counts. Like, if there's no real reason. But if it's, like, at war, it does, you're not going like to get slayed. I just like how specific it is. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Okay. A lot of real vampires do join the military for many reasons. Our government does, n- does know that they are in there. <laughs> and who they are. Most vampires join the military because of one, if not all, of the following reasons. We are quicker, stronger, naturally better killers, free easy blood, more aware of our surroundings, to satisfy our deep-down killer instincts, realize that we will know where the enemy is long before the enemy knows we are there, and because we know that we are the best that they have for the job protecting our country. <laughs> so literally, Again just, with the vampires are better than regular people. <laughs> it's just the perfect job for vampires. And also... My favorite revelation of this this part. The government knows the vampires are in the military and that vampires exist the and that it's good that they're in the military. Vampires. Donald Trump no. knows about vampires. This is why the military will never f- force us to join. They know that a lot of us will do it by choice and will fight better if we join by our own free will. I like how he goes from there, like talking about the truth about slayers into just talking about the government. I know. And he doesn't even finish his thought. That's the end of the page. He doesn't finish his thought about Slayers. It's good. Steve. 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 Uh, we're, 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 we're joshing on this website a lot, but we're, we're poking fun at it. But this is a good amount of information. This is good. I'm enjoying this a lot. I feel like I'm learning a lot about real vampires. Yeah. Uh, we have one more before we go on to uh, the good old fan mail and comments that Steve has received. And this is a sobering moment from my past. My Slayer friend wrote a letter knowing that it would be put on the site. It's on Letter from a Slayer page, so you can read it. We already read that in the past episode. It's a good idea to read the letter and see the pic of the hacky above picture to help you picture of what I'm about to tell you. The blade on hacky goes from the tip of my middle finger to my elbow. Between its weight and sharpness, when it dropped, it would stick half an inch into the wooden floors. It would take some effort to pull it out just from dropping. I accidentally dropped it once, and it sliced off a piece of my fingernail. For about two months, we slept in the same bed together. How long is his fingernail? (laughs) This is so freaking long. And also, how long is his fingernail? So he's talking about how he he was dating a slayer, and they slept in the same bed together, and she had a hacky... Uh, So, so was the person who wrote the letter, were they dating... Because he said they were best friends on that page. They might have been. It's. I think they might have been. Hmm. Okay, so this is this is just a story from his past. It's not the same Slayer. Oh, all right. So this is a Slayer that he dated, but he didn't know was a Slayer, I guess. All right. So he act. Okay. So he knows two Slayers. He has known many Slayers over the course of his life. Right. Steve is an expert. So he didn't even know she was a real Slayer, and he just sensed something almost vampire about her. 
Hacky was on her side of the bed, sometimes it was on his side, in case someone tried to break into the house. She knew what I, what I was, but I didn't know what she was until about two years later. When she told me, I instantly thought back to the, that time in our life, when she had that night, when she had that chance almost every night. It was a very sobering moment. That's when I dropped my fears of people knowing what I am. She has told me that she wished she had a camera when she told me, and now that I have this page up, I wish she had had the camera at the time too, because I would like to put the pic at the top of this page. Lots of love to you, Lynn. I know I won't run it's out It's the same of it. person. So it is the same person. Yeah. So he's been dating Lynn for over two years before he found out she was a slayer. They slept in bed with her hacky... Uh, machete type thing which was the picture on the last episode um so yeah i guess the sobering part is that she could have killed him yeah which was mentioned earlier so now Interesting. he's not afraid so now like... he's not afraid of his like, telling people yeah, yeah. wow Steve. i like how they literally just slept with it in bed with them apparently is how I mean, he described it do it they have like, like a sheath or something <laughs> who knows all right so now we're going to read some comments and emails that Steve has received. I'm excited about this part. I believe I read this. No, maybe I didn't. Okay. So, on this page, I've posted some of the comments about the website that I have been emailed or IM'd to me, regardless of whether I found the comments favorable or not. Along with my responses to them, I encourage all who visit this site to email me their suggestions, comments, opinions, and their thoughts in general. I reserve the right to post any email at my discretion, though I don't post the clearly personal ones for the sake of preserving personal uh, people's personal privacy. Click here for my contact information. All right. So he needed a screenshot for some of these. We're going to read some. In the screenshot, it looks like it's from Facebook, and you can see, like, the tiny picture of him. It, oh, my gosh. And what he said. Oh, God. I okay. know. God. I mean, it was 2005. Steve, yeah. Or maybe it Steve. wasn't. When was this one? Yeah, um, it was 2015, Steve. No, it wasn't. That's what it says at the top of this one. Does it? No, it doesn't. Where? At the top. Oh, you're right. This was 2015. Holy Dude, shit. Dude, this isn't that old. He's is this, like, updated new? this. Oh, this is a very new email thing that he got. So okay, maybe so he'll respond to so us. So he made... He made he, maybe he will. He So two years ago, he responded to somebody else's email. Um, it looks like he doesn't get a lot of emails and he posts them <laughs> yeah. pretty, pretty spaced out. But, um, two years ago, somebody commented or something on his, on his thing named Harley and they said, hmm, if you are really a vampire, tell me about the suit. Finding you seems like an evolutionary imperative. So I came to talk if you are open. Uh, that was a good conversation we just had. Thanks for that. LOL. Real vampires don't have long hair. Come on, There's man. There's no they conversation can't. in between, so yeah, I don't... I, I think he's being passive-aggressive for, <laughs> for him not responding. Yeah. Uh, they can't, and you'd know why if you were one. Don't appreciate the four million questions for contact info on the website, lol. They're being would... very impatient, though. That was, like, yeah. an hour later. Not even. <laughs> yeah. And if you would have a reflect... And you would have a reflection if you were a vampire but you'd know that it wasn't actually you. So yes, you would have a reflection and it would bother you and you wouldn't be able to look at it properly unless you completed the sun quest because your mirrored reflection has to do with light. The sun quest. Okay, so Steve responds with, and I'm doing this in full quotations because I would never say this because it's gross. He says, you are fucking retarded. Jesus. 
Steve is very edgy. Oh, 2015 God. Steve. Yeah, he was still like this in 2015. Um, looks like it was June. Yeah. Uh, so Harley responds and says, I thought so as well until I was proved otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> what a good comeback. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, you are just another regular person that watched too many movies. Ooh. Go sell some merchandise and evertize away, lol. You shouldn't have gotten angry enough and made it v- visually able to be seen. <laughs> it lets me get to you, especially with it being your initial reaction, because you took the time to finish your statement with a period, trying to signal your dominance. <laughs> because you put a period. Extremely edgy. Why does Harley <laughs> sound like Steve? <laughs> Apparently putting a period at the end of your sentence is a symbol of dominance, not Ooh. just normal grammar. Ooh, on the internet it is. Okay. Screen okay, so this is another screenshot of somebody sending him in an IM. It's a screenshot he said his comment Oh wait. His comment on the, the Harley one was just to point out just to point out, I don't sell stuff on this website. I don't sell anything anywhere online, so I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, screenshot needed for this one. Dumbest person so far as of uh, 2009. Mm. This is from Karina. Yep, and she says, Lol, even for a vampire, you are funny. And yeah, I know you don't care, but actually, I just find it so stooped for you to be all proud of you and then come with that shit. I mean, if you want to people to believe you, why don't you answer the questions? I thought vamps were a little more smart, but boy, come on, you don't even know how to interpret a paragraph. And yeah, and yeah, I'm talking on the one I send you before, the case you didn't get it. And sorry, I didn't mean to offend or be rude. I like being sarcastic, so sorry. And at least answer that question if you want. And well, I you don't dat answer it too. So it was nice to meet you, funny vamp. Smiley face. It sounds face. like they just like press the middle button in the recommended words when you type something out. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. This is a gem from 2009. <laughs> and Steve just replied. I don't really care what you believe. His response... Oh, he has a response to this. (laughs) Okay. His response is, You're going to tell me about interpreting a paragraph? Well, you can't even spell the word interpret correctly? Second off, grammar doesn't define who is or isn't a vampire. And once again, you fail to understand that not caring what you believe means I don't care what you believe. Making this statement... And then he quotes her and says, I know you don't care, but actually I just find it so stooped for you to be all proud of you and then come with that shit. I mean, if you want people to believe you, why don't you answer the questions? Completely retarded. Wow, Come on, Steve. Steve. Chill out on that word. So edgy. Oh, and before you try to call me stupid, at least learn how to spell the word stupid correctly as well. This will be posted, idiots. No, that's not where it ends. I'm sorry. This will be posted. <laughs> Idiots like you make this way too easy. I'm sorry. I just believed that he just ended that by calling everyone idiots. It's <laughs> just like a boy. Okay, so here's 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 another email from someone named Full Sue, I guess. Why'd they put their that person's email on this website? 
he, like... he, po- he posts all of their contact information, by the way, when he posts <laughs> these. But anyway, uh, they say, hey, I read through the main page of your site and it sounded reasonable and fascinating. Here's some facts I picked up about you that you might want to check out again, or that you might want to check again. It is possible that I'm wrong, of course, but I did these notions with the knowledge of human psychology I have. The extra blood going to the brain causes us to think quicker. They're quoting his words. They say it causes more likely hypertension, which is lethal for it to make the brain arteries to rupture. I added a two in there, but anyway. Uh, And then also it was physiology, not psychology, sorry. Uh, But Steve says, you may want to brush up on your physiology. Hypertension is not caused by increased blood flow. It is caused by uh, plague and cholesterol buildup in the arteries causing increased blood pressure and hypertension due to the heart having to work harder to make it circulate. Ironically, making the opposite of your claim to be accurate. That's not ironic, but okay. Uh, No, that would be a brain aneurysm. Those are caused by blood clots forming, blocking blood flow causing explosion of said vein. And something... Something about me. I'm a student, and I'm trying hard to get into medical school. I think oh. that's the person, the email. Yeah, it's, so. it's swapped back He's to the email. Like so he, he replying responds. to separate parts of the email throughout. Yeah. So the next part of the email. Something about me. I'm a student, and I'm trying hard to get into a medical school, and I'm going to achieve with that goal someday. I was only wondering if you would like to share your thought personally with me, and so on. I'm totally aware of the existence of vampires. Been for five years Ooh. now. <laughs> Steve says... What you are attempting to quote from my site is textbook knowledge of the results of adrenaline in the body and what causes your body to release adrenaline. Because you claim to be an expert, try learning something about what you claim to know and don't guess on things that you know nothing about. So Steve's being very, like, kind of mean for no reason. That's this just person was how very polite. Steve is, always. Yeah. Steve is okay. very edgy. <laughs> so emailer says yes it started from hollywood films and they still amuse me but maybe even more now that i know that they're based on the truth v5 retrovirus i've heard of it many times in these circles that theory sounds possible and when i'm going to be a medical medical doctor that is going to be my number one subject to study steve says the rate you're going if you actually in school to be a doctor you will quickly fail (laughs) i didn't just slap my website (laughs) i didn't just slap my website together None of it is just winged and typed out for fun. It would do you well to actually go to the library, get a legitimate medical book, and actually read about the effects of adrenaline on the body before trying to correct me on things that I have gotten straight out of college-level books. Steve, we love you. This emailer is going to school. Yeah, they're going to learn. Going to medical school. They're in medical school. What is he talking about? And they're Well, the thing is, too, they're doing it specifically to learn how to like justify the things that he's saying too so they he should be like happy here's the thing steve we love you man your website's really fun to read we think it's given some good information about vampires uh hopefully you won't be offended by us calling vampires cryptids but we would put them in that category um but why you gotta be such a dick but you're just being nice man this this email was pretty nice i don't know yeah you know it's, it's it's chill man he, maybe he just wants to seem in control on his own website. Yeah. So he's being a little aggressive. Okay, so the, e- the emailer says, With your help, I might be able to get the virus more easily so that I can conduct some studies on it. Yes, I might be interested in infecting myself with it. Two reasons for that. That's the best way to understand how it works. You can take blood samples from yourself at any time, and there's no way you can de- describe symptoms wrong. I want to become a vampire. I know it 
might be even lethal to infect yourself with a retrovirus, which has that radical effect on your DNA. But with a, with a right treatment, I believe it is quite possible to get through things, get through the changing part alive. Steve says, no one has died from becoming a vampire, unlike some things in nature that change our DNA. It doesn't change in a way that kills its host. Other things that change DNA without killing their host are renovirus, T bacteriophages, and many others. <laughs> you know, he just looked those up and then just typed them in and doesn't even know what it is. He just called Emailer says, <laughs> and now you ask, why would I want to become a vampire? For I'm smart enough to understand the bad results. It might have, like, dying pain, sensitivity sensitiveness to light, losing friends, and so on. For the glamour, of course. <laughs> I know you might laugh, but it's but that's good because it was a joke. Steve says, good thing that was a joke because there's no glamour in most people thinking you're nuts if you tell them without proving it. Emailer says, to be honest, I'm not sure if I even want to become a vampire, but I'm just so damn fascinated by them, and I can't help it for I belong to the curious species of apes. I suppose that's... Oh he's just making a joke about humans. <clears throat> Steve says, As I said, look more into the information on my site because due to the amount of time, blah, blah, blah. He's calling him stupid again and needs to look up more. Uh, thank you for reading this long letter. I'm looking forward to your reply. Steve says, The responses are what keep me going when I'm sending the long nights working on this website. Then why are you such a dick? I wish you don't publish this message on any site. <laughs> Steve says... <laughs> Think about that the next time you take a shot at the things that a 10th grader knows more about than you while claiming to be going to a college for it. Oh my gosh. I just thought the email was... Like, I can understand Steve being kind of mean to the other people. And at least he didn't call him the R word. But, you know... (laughs) He says... The responses are what keeps me going. And then he just continues to insult these people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's there's a letter he got sent entirely in Spanish uh, with the subject line YOU ARE CRAZY <laughs> in all caps it's a bunch of all caps Spanish he responded in all caps Spanish um, oh it's Portuguese sorry it's sorry por- it's Portuguese, Portuguese. dude I'm, I'm part por- Portuguese oh shit uh, I'm not gonna try to Congrats. translate this because we've already gone on pretty long but he he ends off his Portuguese part with Oh, and your Portuguese sucks balls. Not to mention it's not very Christian to try and pretend you are are in Brazil or even lie that you claim to be Brazilian while you live in Redmond, Washington. Yes, son, we know where you are. So he... So he just, he literally just oh. looked at the IP that the email came from. It's not not that hard yeah. to figure out, but he thinks it's cool. So, you know, more power to him. Well, this was, like, probably yeah. 2009. It seems like he was so the most feels... active in 2009. And maybe he ran it for, yeah. from, like, 2005 to 2009 at the height, maybe. I mean, clearly he was still paying attention in 2015, but he's got a lot going on in 2009. Yeah. Here's another one from Priya. Subject line, give us proof, dude. Dot, 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 dude. Yeah, and they say, hey, vamp boy, what up? Well, I'm no blood loud. It's really precious to me, you know, Human. smiley face. They're already typing like a like a scene kid. <laughs> yeah. So I read your website. Well, I won't lie. It's pretty good. Lots of info. But you see, there are too, 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 too many words. And trust me, vamp boy, vamp boy, my head's aching from all dat reading. Ooh. Please that go reading. to this. I'm. This is the site we're linking. Please go read these. <laughs> the typing is so good. Uh, anyways, my point here is that you said that you are a real vamp. Yeah, whatever. But you really didn't give us real proof that you are a real vamp. 
like pictures or your so-called different vampires. Different vampires. But you know, <laughs> it can be fake too. We have all kind of red contacts, fake fangs. Oh, you can spill red paint on your shirt and say, buddy, I just had my snack. <laughs> so give, so give your so give, good. <laughs> so give your fans something real, like your video of drinking real blood. So prove that what you say or write on your website is real and not fake, because people lie. Ha. Huh? Someone you don't know, smiley face. That was the signature at the end, I guess. Someone you don't know, smiley face. Uh, Steve said, or I can say, what up? Hey, you, and your, CR, dat, two, 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 dude, yeah, whatever. Be kind of, basically listing all the not words. And he says, aren't words, and I really don't care whether or not clearly a clearly illiterate person such as yourself thinks that I'm a vampire or not, nor do I care who else believes if I'm a vampire or not as well? P.S. It's not boy. It is man. <laughs> Learn some respect, kid. <laughs> oh, holy shit. Steve. <laughs> God. Steve. Steve my is my man. favorite cryptid. My favorite cryptid man. I think we'll do one more. <laughs> okay. This is the last one I'm going to read because I think it's an important, uh, important thing to note. Because I agree so far with what I read of it. Uh, their name is Pirate Queen. And they said, While I appreciate your sight and all its intentions, I must make known my sheer disapproval of your grammar. I understand it very well may be the last... Well, quite frankly, I could not easily understand what you were explaining. I am intrigued deeply and deeply interested in the subject matter. However, I implore you to find an editor for your site, if only to make clear your thoughts, facts, ideas, etc. I became under the vague impression that you did not take the matter seriously for those who are unsure of their beliefs. I'm afraid of your lack of consideration for the aesthetics of grammar may be off-putting. I felt your site over-dramatize certain things, and you seemed to apply an abundance of name-calling to the stream of folk who email you. It adds to the near-indifferent air your site gives off. Welcome the non-believers, try to change their mind, and by all means, name-calling? Rudeness? Can go undistributed. Your blunt responses may invoke fear. This isn't right. However, if you are to change any one thing because of your silly wishes, I'd adhere to the politeness. At least an attempt would be appreciated. That being said, I appreciate your sight for all its intentions. He obviously From- did not follow that because... <laughs> This is older than the ones that we just read. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. But his response is, Anytime someone replies with a comment about grammar, I always offer to let them email me a rewrite with the corrections in it. However, I have yet to get even one person that will find the time to do it. As for being blunt, I am who and what I am, and being blunt is part of that. Update. A friend that I met because of this website helped with the grammar. No, they didn't. You didn't fix anything. (laughs) Maybe it was worse. We don't know. Maybe it was. God. So yeah, that was Steve's vampire website. Uh, we gotta, we're gonna email him now. So let's, let's compose an email, Jax. Right now? Yeah, we gotta do it on the show. Oh, shit. <laughs> so hey, well, welcome back. We're uh, freaking writing notes to Steve. We're gonna write him an email. Uh, we couldn't get his email because he has like a crazy, you have to like get around a weird quiz. Uh, we both tried really hard to get it, but we just couldn't figure it out. I tried 
five times. <laughs> and it's weird because we like we read the whole website. I and had it's to do math. Yeah, it's basically just a test to make to like filter out the stupid people, and we didn't pass even though we read the whole website and we like said what he wanted to say on the ones that were clearly like would it be annoying to do this and we'd be like yes it'd be annoying so i don't know how we messed that up but i even googled the math questions (laughs) (laughs) we did our best so we're having to resort to uh sending his facebook group a message because we have his facebook because that is publicly available so we're just gonna instead of emailing it we're just gonna send it to his facebook so yeah here we go Alright, so we just typed it up. Here it is. Dear Steve, Hi, I hope you're well. My best friend and I recently found your website because we are both firm believers and very interested in real vampires and their history. We read your website front to back and just had a few questions. First question. On the page, The New Code, on your site, you say, Never turn someone into a real vampire for any of the following reasons. To prove that vampires are real, to prove to them that they weren't already a vampire, in hopes to cure an illness of theirs, simply because they want to become one, always backfires, because they hate their life and think being a real vampire will magically fix it, backfires as well and can't be reversed, or out of revenge. We were just wondering, under which circumstances would you turn someone into a vampire? It seems to us that as you wouldn't turn someone without consent, yet you wouldn't turn someone who wants to become one, that leaves a very small window of people who could be turned, if any, anyone at all. Second, second question. On the page on your site, How to Know If You're a Real Vampire, you state, Do you have an unusually high tolerance to alcohol and other poisons slash toxins? But on another page, recognizing a real slayer, you say that a bouncer may be able to bounce a belligerently drunk vamp- real vampire out of a bar and take his car keys in the process. We were just curious if it's common for vampires to consume enough alcohol to become belligerently drunk at these vampire bars. Do the bars cater to the fact that they need a lot of alcohol, or is it just a rare occurrence that you mention only as an example? Please keep in mind, we aren't asking these questions to try to disprove you or point out holes in your story. We simply want to see clarification out of genuine curiosity. Thank you for taking the time to read our message. We very much enjoyed reading your site and learning about real vampires. Let me proofread it before you send it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, I'll we'll send it over. But yeah, uh, so if he ever responds to this message, uh, we will talk... To, we'll, we'll make another episode about this and uh, go over it, you know? If we end up having a conversation with him that's more than just a, you know, two-message exchange, uh, it, it might even be a little longer. Who knows? We'll, we'll see but we'll definitely keep you guys updated because I am fascinated to see how he responds. And if he's not a dick, maybe he can come on our podcast. Yeah, but if, if he's, he's not a, a dick. dick, then <laughs> no thanks. Yeah, I would love to have him on if I he have ends a up not feeling being a dick. He's gonna be a dick. <laughs> yeah, but we can hope. <laughs> I don't think so, yeah. we're special. <laughs> Yeah, he's probably just going to treat us like everybody else. But we tried to be really polite and make sure everything was typed out well. Yeah. So we did what we can. And if he if he's rude to us, it's not our fault. <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 All right. So Steve responded like 
20 minutes after we sent that and stopped recording. Um, Hurry. So yeah, so yeah, here it is. So Steve said in response to our questions, there are other reasons that some people would want to be one. That is just a list of horrible reasons to want to be one. Do you want to break down this response really quick? So, like, what? That's not an answer. We asked for, like, an example. He just said, no, those are just stupid reasons. We specifically said... there are said no other reasons. That there is no... There's, it's very hard to find. In our question, we asked, is there... It seems like it's a very small window, so can you, like, give an example of somebody in the window? And he just said, no, those are all just stupid reasons. Anyway... Terrible response from Steve there. Then the next res- the next response was a little more reasonable. He said, high tolerance doesn't mean immune. But yeah, it was just more of an example. Which is fair. You know, that's an actual answer. Not as rude as we were expecting, right? No, he's pretty chill. I thought yeah. he was going to wreck us. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> he just... I was braced for the impact of Steve. <laughs> he wasn't rude at all. He was just like... A ba- he just gave a really bad answer that wasn't like a real answer but it wasn't like yeah. rude but the thing is we t- we had talked about wanting him to potentially come on the podcast but but like with the way that he responded i feel like nothing has changed and he still has the personality that he had when he was writing the website because otherwise he would have get like i only really wanted him on the show if he se- if, if we emailed him and he was like he seemed like a changed man, like he wasn't still the same person who used the words he uses and had the opinions he had and stuff like that. Because, like, I am going to be real honest. I just don't want to talk to somebody who does all those things, really, even though he's fascinating. If people really ask for it, maybe we could send him another text. But I feel like this is where we have to close the case. People really ask for it. There's two people listening right now. Listen. We don't know what's gonna happen. <laughs> maybe, maybe these episodes are gonna blow up, They're and not. everyone's gonna start listening. They're not. But it's okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just responded to his response. Thank you for your quick response. Have a nice night. I appreciate it. <laughs> Basically, understandable. Have a good day. <laughs> so yeah, this was a, this was one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done. Just because there were some wild moments on his website. Oh, geez. So Maybe he'll watch. Maybe he'll listen. You know, I thought about that. What if he finds it and he's like, what the fuck? Who, how dare they? How dare L- they? Like, I feel like that would be his response. How dare they? <laughs> Maybe he'll write about us on his website. If he write about us on his website or if he like takes a screenshot of our show, like just the audio, and like puts it on his responses page, that would be wild. Do you think he'd sit through all like two and a half hours of this of us talking about it? I bet he would. <laughs> Who knows? I feel like he's that kind of guy where he's like, they're talking about me, I have to see all of the dirty that they say. <laughs> I, we were fairly nice, except when he talked about periods. <laughs> yeah, I feel like with, um, <laughs> unless he did something that we found to be like, all right, that's kind of gross to say that. Other than those things, we were like very reasonable, I feel like. So yeah. hopefully he won't, if he, if he finds it, he won't feel too attacked. I hope he finds it. 
Hello, Me Steve. Too. How are you? <laughs> but you I kind of also well? am, I'm also kind of scared that he'd sue us. I'm a little scared of that. Because then we'd have to delete the episodes, and that would suck. Because we can't go to court. <laughs> we can't go to court. Anyway, thanks for listening to this episode. I hope you had a good time. It was one of my favorites. It was it was a long, long episode. Very, very long. It's by far the longest we've ever done, and maybe ever will do. The longest we've recorded, too. Like, between days. <laughs> yeah, we recorded this, like, between three different days, but like a week apart. Yeah. So, thanks for listening. See you next time. We're gonna talk about more stuff. Hell yeah. Bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. Stop saying bye twice. Oh yeah, stop. It's over. It's over. It's done. It's done. Stop talking. <laughs>